0: This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust.
1: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live today from Wasatch Front Kia, 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 Kia. Come on by. Still have some time to register for that free big screen TV. We're giving it away at the end of the show. So come down and register we also have some jazz gear for you as well 770 west riverdale road right here in ogden it's their labor day sales extravaganza you got to take advantage of it when the tents go up the prices go down now is the time and uh, wasatch front kia 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 is the play 770 west riverdale road um I'm talking to a lot of Utes, obviously, just uh, got finished with the Ute pregame show. So let's uh, let's move to the Cougs. They take on Arizona on Saturday in Vegas. And uh, DJ and PK had a chance to catch up with their new head coach, Jed Fish. Let's give that conversation a listen.
2: Well, Coach, if you would have been at me today and we were down there, we broadcast all day, college football up in Salt Lake City, is huge, as you can imagine, particularly with the Utes getting into the Pac-12. But you would have gone face-to-face as somebody who's one of your own, because this is PK, and I got extensive roots in North Jersey. To the point, Coach, my sister, I got two older sisters, one went to Morris Catholic High. I'm sure you're very familiar with that. Yeah, wow. Well, Coach, I'm not going to stop there. (laughs) My other sister, Hanover Park High School.
3: No way! <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing.
2: From a Hanover but, uh, all the way to Utah, down to Tucson, it's like a big triangle.
3: That is a big triangle. That's awesome. That but, is awesome. My mom still lives there. So oh, cool! Uh, yeah, she lives in Morristown still. So yeah. Oh, so okay. thanks for having me on the show.
2: Well, before you think that you and I can be friends. You did what most people in Jersey do. You went to Florida. My parents, between 8th and ninth grade, they decided to move to Arizona. And here's where the bad news comes in, Coach. I'm an Arizona State grad.
3: Oh, boy. (laughs) That's when I thought we had something going. I, I I thought we had a chance there, and now... I don't know what we do anymore.
2: <laughs> well, I just had to set the ground rules ahead of time. So we're sorta of brothers, but then we had a we kinda of went our separate ways.
3: Yes. Exactly. That's okay though. No, that's all right. We'll we'll figure out what we can do to make it work here. <laughs> um and, and see if we can uh, help you guys out a little bit with what's going on with our football.
4: I'm curious what it's like for you trying to uh, fit in in Arizona, figure out how things are. I mean, some of you have experience with, I look at your resume and you have spent about a quarter of a century bouncing to every corner of the country. You've uh you've coached in Florida, you in, in college and the pros. Most recently you were at the Patriots. I think people are aware of that. You've been in the middle of the country coaching in Michigan. You've been out to UCLA. So is this second nature? Do you have to go in somewhere and figure out a new place and new people?
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, the 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 easy part is for me. Um it's obviously always more challenging for my wife and kids, um, as they don't have the Really, the ability to just kind of lock yourself in an office and be around, you know, a bunch of football coaches and have immediate friends. Um, They have to actually do the hard work and meet friends and go to school. And um, you know, my wife has to meet parents of kids and other people in the community and find doctors, etc. But um, you know, we have we have done it a a few times, and uh, we've been on different teams at different universities or different professional teams, and. Um, we've really enjoyed our moves. We've enjoyed our time and meeting new people. We always feel that's a huge benefit for our own kids um, that when they're, when it's all said and done, you know, I've been an offensive coordinator in the ACC, the big 10, the PAC 12, the NFL. Um, So, and I've coached in uh, all those conferences as well as the SEC. So you sit there and you're like, you know, you girls are going to have a lot of opportunities in life and uh, you should know somebody from some walk of life somewhere along the line.
2: So I've been following Arizona football along with the Sun Devils, and the whole Pac-12 since they went to from uh, the two Arizona schools went into the Pac-10 back in the late 70s. As I watched the football team last year, you know, well, the rivalry game, that, that got away, obviously. But as I look at the Arizona game with the USC, man, that was right down to the end. And if uh, the Trojans were fortunate, very fortunate, to get out of there. I saw Plummer play a little bit, Bandy. And so I know there's some talent there. What type of talent do you have going into this season to be able to be competitive as far as what you're looking for?
3: Yeah, well, you know, there, there's two things to that. The first thing is we certainly, um, you know, we really were – a minute and a half away down three or up three points against yeah. SC thirty twenty seven or whatever it might've been, had a chance to make an interception at the end of the game. Didn't do it. Uh, don't, don't win the game. But I, I think there's a feeling of competitiveness for sure. At that moment in time, uh, whatever happened throughout the rest of the year, I was not really aware of that. I wasn't here. Um, what I do know though, is we've got some good returning players, we also brought in 18 transfers, um, so we hit the transfer portal pretty hard. Um, 18 of our 117 players transferred in. Seven of our, let's call it starters on defense, uh, transferred in from other programs. Um, so we kind of we're not going to look very similar to the team of last year. And then on, uh, in terms of our personnel defensively offensively, I think we, you know, our quarterback, Gunnar Cruz, transferred in from Washington State. He and Will Plummer will show us some time. Um, Our running back, we've got um, you know, Michael Wiley returning, but then we've also brought a couple freshmen that that are competing, and then we brought a running back in from Northwestern that transferred in, who was the leading rusher at Northwestern. And then we've got a tight end that transferred in from UNLV, and um, then we've got all of our receivers have returned. So I do believe that uh, the team won't look exactly the same as it looked in the past.
4: So, and you mentioned all the starters on defense that have transferred in, the the rep, and reps aren't always accurate, but there's usually some truth to them. The rep on Arizona was, no matter what they did on defense, it doesn't matter if you don't make the tackle, and they just missed too many tackles. Have you, have you made that a major emphasis here out of the gate?
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that was the rep, but what I did know was um, – you know, when you come from working for Bill Belichick, you understand the importance of fundamentals and you understand the importance of tackling. And uh, we practice tackling every day in the NFL. So we practice it twice every day here in college. So we are, um, we're tackling Jesse's and we do everything we can to to practice tackling, to drill tackling, to work on tackling and to do everything, to become good tacklers. Now, Until you actually go against another team, and until you're tackling live every play, all the things that go go into it, you'll never know. But we got to build it the right way. We got to build it with you know a tough physical mindset, and that's going to come from um, you know knowing how to tackle and knowing how to run the football. And if you can run the ball and stop the run, you got a chance to be pretty physically tough.
2: Oh yeah, that's that's been Kyle Whittingham's uh, mantra for literally his whole life. I think since he came from the womb run the ball, and stop the run. So we know all about that. He's drilled that into our heads, and we've been doing this show almost 20 years. So we've been on the radio as long as he's been a head coach here. We understand that. You talk about splitting time with these quarterbacks, and obviously you got BYU, you got Utah later in the season, but you got the Cougars, who we also cover intensely here in our market. And you got them right off the bat. When you say you're going to split time with the quarterback, do you have a set plan you can s- or take it how it goes?
3: Um, you know, there's a – let's call it like an overall outline of how we can, you know, make it work. Um, this is not the first time that I've been on a team that's done that. Uh, we did it at Florida when we won the SEC championship in 2000 um, with Jesse Palmer, and Rex Grossman. Did it in Florida when we um, came in. I think we beat the number one team in the country in Florida State with Noah Brindis and Doug Johnson alternating reps. Um, and then there we did it at Michigan in 2000. I'm 16 in our first game with John O'Connor, what was State. Uh, I think what it just comes down to is we just need to make sure that um, the person that's starting we're most comfortable with. I don't want them looking over their shoulder and thinking that they're named the starter, and if thing doesn't go well, all of a sudden they're benched. Um, I don't think that's the right way to handle that. I think it's a much better situation when you have two guys that both competed really hard and let them both go. And let them both see how it goes, and we'll take one game at a time.
4: So I read a story that said that um, you really, this was kind of plan B, you would have rather picked somebody, but you didn't feel like you could look the guys in the eye and explain to them what the difference was. So
3: Yeah. You know, I, and... I just felt as if it was a situation that it was easy to tell the person who the starter was. The problem was telling the guy why he wasn't the starter. And I, you know, when you don't really have a great reason, I just don't feel like you should do it. Uh, you know, we're in year one here and we're building trust and respect for one another. Um, we talk about, you know, respect being our number one value here. And I, I just didn't feel like, you know, going there and just telling God because I said so or because I felt that way was a good enough reason. And I just, um, I, I, I feel like we're, We've got two young players. They both have four years of eligibility left and each, and we also we are um, we're in year one. And I just feel it's more important right now to do what I would consider the right thing than just what I would have considered the easy thing and just name a guy.
2: So because of my association with Arizona, i got 40 years in this thing, and I can can recite all the good things and the bad things. And one of the things, and it's the Devils have struggled with it too, and I harp on it a lot, it's the in-state recruiting. I mean, I can look at the quarterback at Oklahoma, Iowa State, Oregon, Texas Tech. Those guys, Ohio State's got one. They're all kids within the state. And it's hard to keep these kids. Now I understand you got a four-star linebacker commit. I know you can't talk about it the other day out of California. I think you got like fifteen commits so far, something along those lines, or maybe twenty-two commits. I don't, know. I don't remember. I read when I read the story, but you got a lot of commits, uh, a yeah, lot of enthusiasm, team, yeah. a lot of enthusiasm. You managed to have a bunch of students out at the uh, game. You brought back the alumni and Teddy Bruski and a couple of guys on your staff. How do you think all of that is going to be able to translate into being able to keep kids home? Because there's a lot of talent in the state, as I'm sure you know.
3: Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. And it's become a huge priority for us. Um, of The guys that have transferred to us, um, I think seven of them are from the state of Arizona that have come back um, from, you know, Drake Anderson to Gunnar Maldonado to Jason Harris. To um, Alex Lines, to Gunner Cruz, um, and then there's uh, I'm sure there's some others that I'm you know not popping in my head right now that have got uh, Hodges Hodges that have transferred back here um, from the state. We also obviously are attacking recruiting pretty hard in the state. Um, currently, we both of our quarterbacks, uh, Gunner and Will, are from the state of Arizona. Um, Gunner went to Washington State, came back. Will came here immediately. Um, but we we need to do it. There's no reason, you know, there's no reason not to go to Arizona. If you're from Arizona, um, you know, if you're going to pick a state school. If you're going to go to a state school, why wouldn't you go to a state school in this state? It's a lot easier for your parents. Um, Your parents don't have to fly. Your parents don't have to rent a car. Your parents don't have to rent a hotel room or get a hotel room. Um, You get to be the person that waves the flag for this university. And if we can turn this thing around, get to a Rose Bowl, and you're the when you want to when you're done with football and you're going to go back and live in Arizona, you could be part of the you know class that won the Rose Bowl. If you go win a Rose Bowl with another team, you know at another institution, then no one's going to really care when you come back to the state of Arizona. They're going to ask you why you didn't go to Arizona. So that's what our mentality is, and that's what our you know that's what we're selling. And um, we got guys like Rob Gronkowski and Teddy Bruschi and um, on board with us and that hasn't been really we hired Chuck Cecil and Ricky Hundley and Brandon Sanders and um, we feel really good about you know the energy and the enthusiasm around the program
4: the Gronk stuff was uh, genius congratulations on that that was brilliant we could uh, we know you got another commitment you got to run PK could talk Jersey with you for the next half Well in the meantime go
2: Hornets right coach
3: (laughs) go Hornets and I mean, is it, is it a diner for you? Is it a pizza spot? Well, I mean, what, what's your favorite place? About, uh, what's your favorite thing about Jersey? Oh, he wants to go to Oh, down.
2: Jersey? Oh, my God. Well, my mother's Italian, so that ought to tell you. Uh, yeah, well, it's certainly. The, the Italian
3: food. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I got, I'm cut from the Parcells clone. My father was all Irish, grandmother all Italian, and they met uh, down in the oranges. So uh, anything along those lines or, or heading down to the boardwalk and picking up a cheesesteak?
3: I love it. I love it. (laughs) Well, thanks, guys, for your time. Uh, Thank you. All right.
1: Bye-bye. There you go. Uh, That's Jed Fish, the head coach at uh, the University of uh, Arizona with DJ and PK earlier uh, on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We'll have more from Wasatch Front Kia, Kia, Kia. We are going to draw a winner for that big screen TV next right here on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280
0: The Zone. It's game week. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. The Cougars hit the road for their season opener in Las Vegas to square off against Arizona. Catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 730, followed by the postgame show immediately after the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 12.80 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. There isn't much that makes Austin Horton angry. Wait, who are we kidding? Almost everything makes Austin upset. This is Austin's airing of grievances. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports
1: Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone broadcasting live from Wasatch Front. Kia, 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 770 West Riverdale Road. We're going to give away that big screen coming up. In a moment. But right now, it's time for Austin's List. Austin, of course, executive producer of The Big Show, has an enemies list someplace you don't want to find your name, yet we put names on it all the time. Austin, who's going on there today?
5: Uh, well, not good timing on this, because uh, I'm going to add to, real quick, Mother Nature goes on the list, because apparently a lightning weather delay up at the Rice Eccles Stadium. Oh, how about that? We were up 7-3 to three on the Utes early here, and a weather delay. So, that's going to make for a longer night for everybody. So...
1: Mother Nature. Who's going to cover the
5: game? Yeah, Yeah. those poor souls who have to do so. (laughs) Uh, But uh, on the list are uh, is uh, bad spellers, and specifically bad spellers who are in the counterfeit business. All right. A 24-year-old Illinois woman submitted a fake COVID-19 vaccination card in order to visit Hawaii. There was one glaring error, though, on her vaccination card that set authorities off. Moderna was spelled with an A after the M rather than an O. Uh, Rather than Moderna, mm. she went with Moderna. Airport screeners found it suspicious. She eventually admitted, yeah, I I made the, the thing up and she's been arrested and will sit in jail for however long. She tried to visit Hawaii and she, if she knew how to spell better, she would have done so. But bad spellers, specifically those in the counterfeit business, go on the list. Do you think she's going to try and get her money back? <laughs> Like with the airline or, or, or no, what? no
1: with whoever faked the, the, the counterfeited oh the, she the said she made she
5: said she made it oh she, she made, made it herself it. yeah okay
1: so. yeah that's that's like when you go back and ask for your money back like uh, the the fake ID and um, uh, National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation
5: uh, Papa Giorgio or whatever his yeah, name is yeah. where he goes back and then
1: the guy has that just takes it right there on the strip yep yep uh, has the sandwich yeah.
5: board that he turns over
1: yeah yeah right so she made it herself so it is her fault.
5: Totally her fault and good.
1: Totally her fault. That they caught her. That's hilarious. All right, we're here at Wasatch Front Kia, 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 770 West Riverdale Road in Ogden. And, of course, their Labor Day tent sale going on all weekend long. Do yourself a favor and take advantage of it. Uh, When the tents go up, the prices go down, and they've got a bunch of cars right here on the lot just looking for homes. Could be you. They're going to take great care of you. They've been great partners of ours for years and I've been taking care of our listeners for a long long time. And in fact, during the big show, they've been entering, we've been entering to win for a big screen TV, and I'm going to reach right into the hopper here to come out with a winner. Congratulations to Craig Robinson. You are our winner. We will be in touch, but you are the proud new owner of a big screen television no big deal congratulations to craig thanks for listening and thanks for coming in uh today to wasatch front kia 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 all right we'll have more big show coming up next stay tuned 97.5 and 1280 the zone
0: now let's get this party started Uh This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Blake
3: Anderson, head coach at Utah State. This guy who's coached a lot of quarterbacks and ran a lot of offenses. What are the two or three things you need to see from a guy to give him the nod and say, okay, you're going to be the guy? It's
5: not about stats at this point. It's about a guy that shows the ability to prepare the right way all week long, be consistent on a daily basis, and then protect the ball and and stay within the system on game day. We just felt like that with the injury we had to Bonner and how much time he missed Spring and summer, that we've seen a glimpse of what both can do, but the best way to really be thorough is just give ourselves time. I'm not going to play two quarterbacks all season, but I'm perfectly fine doing that Saturday if that's what I need to do to help give both the best opportunity to kind of prove what they can do in a live setting. Hanson
0: Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280, the zone in the Zone Sports Network.
1: Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Huge thanks to the great folks here at Wasatch Front Kia, Kia, Kia. They're great. It's been a blast getting up here and seeing everybody. Uh, we always have a, a great response when we come to this uh, part of the Wasatch Front. And so big thanks to all the listeners that came by and uh, said hello and uh, and uh, checked out all the great things they have going on here at Wasatch Front Kia 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 Just a reminder, it is their Labor Day weekend sale, which means it's going to uh, be going on throughout the weekend. So if you didn't make it by today, you still have an opportunity to take advantage of it. Uh, because they've got great deals going on right now. They've got cars on the lot, cars you can drive and and, and buy and take home, which you can't say about all the lots out there these days. But Front Kia, Kia, Kia's got you set. So do yourself a favor. They're going to be doing. Uh, we did the big screen TV giveaway today. They're going to be doing giveaways throughout the weekend. So again, do yourself a favor. Seven Seventy West Riverdale Road. Pretty awesome. Coming up tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be at uh, the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. And uh, there's been some news stories out there. I don't know if folks have seen them. I, I retweeted tweeted one. But our friend Tom Curl uh, from the warehouse, owner of the warehouse, uh, went home from the hospital. Austin, after, I don't have it in front of me, 200 and what was it, 66 days, I think, um, uh, going through uh, uh, a really tough ordeal, and a lot of our listeners out there have asked about Tom and, and showing Two twenty-three, Jake. Two hundred twenty-three days, and uh, so man, can't wait to be at the warehouse tomorrow and uh, see the smiling faces on all the on the good folks over there. It's been a long time coming, and really a hey just a, a tough road for a wonderful family and what what great news so that was just such a, a cool thing to say today so we're or to see today so we're we're very excited we'll get the warehouse coming up tomorrow 1825 south 300 west it is the big show we'll talk to you tomorrow 975 and 1280 the zone